from the brains behind brains on. This is the moment of um. Answering those questions that make you go um. Moment of Um comes to you from APM Studios. Uh, I'm Javier Sinclair, the bear. Um. It's a beautiful fall day here at Art's Orchard. The sun is shining and the weather has finally turned cool and crisp. Crisp like an apple. <laughs> Today is also a very special day because... I'm taking my lady friend, Claire, for our first apple-picking adventure. Technically, Art's Orchard doesn't open to apple pickers for another two weeks, but Claire Bear and I, we don't care. We're pears. Oh, look at all these beautiful apples. I can't decide where to start. Look. A pink one, ah, a green one. Oh, and that one's ruby red. You see it there, Claire Bear? On that top branch. I bet that one's tasty. Let me see if I can, uh, almost there. I got it. Hmm, so sweet. Worth every ounce of effort. Oh. And this yellow one is sweet, too. Gee, if any color of apple can be sweet and delicious, then why do they come in so many colors? My friend Lula wanted to know the same thing. My name's Lula, and I'm from Grand Junction, Colorado. My question is, why are apples different colors? A lot of that is purely genetics. The underlying genetics tell us or tell tell the fruit to that it's going to be more more red or more green or more yellow. My name is Lee Kelsitz. I'm an associate professor and endowed chair of environmental tree fruit physiology at Washington State University. When we pollinate a apple, it doesn't pollinate itself. It, it takes pollen from another apple to pollinate it. And then you get the combination of the genetic traits between the two apple types that combine together and they create a lot of variability. And even if you combine two red apples and you pollinated and created a seed, it could be a bright red apple, it could be a small apple, a big apple, um, it could grow and look completely different. And it's because of pigments that develop in the apple peel. Um, we call them anthocyanins that help produce that nice red color in a really red apple. And it's not just genetics, but then there's also an environment or a weather part of that, where to produce really nice red apples with good color, it takes cool nights and warm sunny days and light exposure in the tree. So an apple that is in the deep part of the tree that maybe doesn't get much sunlight, and if the weather's really warm, it won't produce any color at all. But that apple that's on the outer part of the tree that's exposed to full sunlight and goes through a nice cool night will produce a really nice red colored apple. 
there's a lot of other parts that go into the taste of an apple that doesn't have anything to do with the color of the apple. So you can get a Honeycrisp that isn't necessarily very red that can still taste wonderful. And an apple that is really red that doesn't taste very good at all. get their color from their genes and from the weather. Did you know there are over 7,000 varieties of apples grown worldwide? And besides coming in different colors, apples also come in different shapes and sizes. There are some that are smaller than a golf ball and others that can barely fit in a human's hand. A good thing, I'm a bear. Anyway, you can't tell how sweet or juicy an apple is going to be just by looking at the color. So, I guess that means we have to try them all, Claire Bear. If you like this episode, take a second to subscribe to Moment of Um, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you want to hear our friends over at Brains On do their own apple taste test. Check out the Brains On podcast, where we have a whole episode all about how apples are grown. If you have a question, we'd love to help you answer it. Drop us a line by going to brainson.org slash contact. I'll see you next time and the next day and every weekday. Until then, um... Green one for you, yellow for me. Pink one for you, red one for me. I love you, Claire Bear.